Another episode of When the Smoke Clears Podcast. I'm your boy Sweet Lou. And I'm your boy B Reed. What's going on, Reed? Whole bunch of nothing. What you got going Dame this week? Man. You see Dame Dollar, man, Dame. smashing on uh, West Pup. That's what man, I call him, man. Hey, but what he did to Paul George was dirty. Not a step back 37 footer for game. <laughs> a step back 37. Hey, man. Look, <laughs> hey, while Paul George is going to be like, hey, man, I don't care what nobody says. That's, that's, a, that's a bad shot. Like, nigga, you ain't no coach, nigga. You, yeah. Hey, Dame hit that shit in your mouth, nigga. Like, close hey. your mouth, boy. You can't, you're not allowed to say a shot is bad if the nigga been dropping it on you the whole Series. Man, not only that, bro. <laughs> yeah, he, the nigga he was, hitting 10 threes a game. Man, look, he was 8 from 12 from beyond 30 feet. All right. And then, uh, let's not forget, you know, he did the same shit to uh, Harden back in what? Yeah. 2015. You said, know what I'm saying? I said, I think the probably the three best plays. Three of uh, three best um in game shots in the playoffs. Yeah. Two of them is probably Damon Lillard. Oh yeah, for sure. You had, for the, sure. You had the shot on Harden. Uh, yeah. And then you had Jordan against Cavs. You know, yeah. finger fist pump. Yeah. And then this one. Now this one is I gotta say this was number one. Oh, that no, no, step no, back sure, thirty seven sure. was cold. And uh, the only one I, other one I could say it wasn't a playoff game, but it was Steph when he had three seconds left pulled up from half court and just yeah. busted the you know the shit out of uh, Oklahoma City. That was just two years ago, man. Yeah, well, well, that was one. If you just talking about regular season yeah, game, yeah, there yeah. was a there, Oklahoma City. I always get their ass busted. I was about to say, <laughs> I, about to say I remember Anthony Davis pulled up on their ass in about thirty five. Hey, man, you didn't get no respect, man. Look, if a brother pull up on you from thirty, I mean, no, nah, he, he was just looking at the clock, just like, yo, I'm just gonna chill, wait till get my three seconds. Like the boy knew he was gonna hit it. Like it wasn't even. First of all, Paul George should have been digging him up a little harder. You know what I'm saying? Because I mean, and this this in this age of NBA, a 37 footer ain't shit compared to. A, I mean, that's just a regular shot now. You know what I mean? Especially if the nigga been hitting it all, all series, all series, man. Look, so Paul George, man. Hey, it's your fault, man. Like for real. Like other than other than West Pup shooting for you know 29 percent behind three. You know, going. Hey, what, what was he, he? Nah, he was straight last night. He was like four for four for ten, four five for ten. ten last okay, night. Okay. I mean, see, this is the problem. I mean, this is what happens. I mean, this happened to Kobe. This happened to Jordan early in their career. What happens is you become the man of the team, so you get the blame no matter what. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I can understand that. I mean, Westbrook's True. the leader of the team, but last night the nigga had like 30, 34 points, fourteen uh, rebounds, fourteen hey. assists, four steals, two blocks, nah, he three posts. You know what I mean? But. but I he been shooting bad all series though. No, yeah. I mean, he, he shot, for the he, game he shot thirty seven. Yeah, that's what I'm you saying. Like, I I get all that. Don't get me wrong. The boy plays hard. You know, he always gonna give it one hundred ten percent. But yo, he just like I don't understand. Like, other than last night, his three percentage has been terrible. Like, I think game two he was like two for. No, nah, I mean his 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 shooting percentage for the whole game of game two was like two of nineteen. Come on, yeah. bro. Like you can't you can't do that. I mean, other than him getting to the free throw line. You know what I'm saying? He needs to start shooting 15 footers. Like he needs to leave threes. Well, that's just out of it in general. The thing is, is, for his career, that's what he used to do. He was still, you know, people still, you know, consider him to be jacking the ball up right. and be a ball hog. But theoretically, if you play basketball before this new three point revolution, the shots that he's taking is the shots a point guard is supposed to take. Well, yeah, that's true. I that's mean, he do the pick and roll. He take the. He was one of the best at taking the mid range shot at the free throw line. But analytics tell you that that's a bad shot now. Right. I mean, I don't, I don't go by analytics. I'm going by like we're going the same. We got the same story going all over again because last night, even though he shot well, he still shot 11 more shots than Paul George. But I mean, see, this is my problem. I think Westbrook should be shooting more shots. My problem is the shots. It's the not selection. the shot selection. Like right. I don't like. So I argued with someone about this before. I think that the roster of OKC is made up badly. Okay, and it's made up badly because you get a person. Westbrook is more like LeBron. Where you need shooters around him. And right. he's a distributor. He averages over 10 assists for the last four seasons. Right, right. Name me a shooter on OKC. A pure shooter. And even Paul George isn't a spot-up shooter. He's not a spot-up shooter, name but a, he, he a shooter, Okay, though. but name me a spot-up shooter, not Paul. So you got $60 million or $60 million a year tied up in the Westbrook right. and George. They're supposed to be scores. Name me another shooter. I don't know. One just shooter on the team. <laughs> they have no shooters. How do you have two players? Now, they got the, the young kid Ferguson. They trying to make him a shooter. Boy, don't talk. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> don't disrespect me like that. Terrence Ferguson. Hey, Ferguson, man. man. You can't rely on it. I'm talking about a pure shooter. How do you not have a Joe Harris, a Kyle Corver? You know a dude that'll 
just spot up and take threes. Yeah. Even bomb teams have that. Yeah. You can't tell me that just because you got Westbrook and Paul George that you got Jeremy Grant taking like five threes a game. You yeah. got Terrence Ferguson taking six threes a game. You have no pure shooters on that roster, and you got the top two penetrators in the league. Yeah. How is that a good roster? No man. The, the problem is you got your two best players taking all the threes. George, yes. Right. Westbrook, you don't need Westbrook taking 12 threes, but he literally has to because the Trailblazers are knocking down threes. You don't have any other shooters. Westbrook is probably the second best three-point shooter on the team. That's that ter- should not be. Yeah, that's terrible, though. That's <laughs> okay. terrible, though. He shoots like 30% for the three. He's the second best on the team. It's ridiculous. All I'm saying is, look, Dame Dollar coming, bro. Like, hey. You know what I mean? Like, I know people have been sleeping on him, you know, because he's in Portland. And, you know, uh, Aldridge left and everything like that. But, yo, I think he's coming, bro. Like, because I... Uh, who who is you saying to, uh, to face next series? Is it? Uh, they gonna have to face either Denver or San Antonio. Okay, so Denver said so if they face actually either one of them, I think they can beat. Yeah, the one thing that I respect about Dame Dollar is, I mean, everybody's you know everybody's with Dollar now. Talking about he, he's making his ascension, he's this and that. We have to remember a year ago, almost a year ago today, mm-hmm. everybody was down on Dame. Yeah, At that point, Dame, they yeah. got swept by the Pelicans. They shouldn't. They were like a three. The Pelicans was like a six. Right. They got swept. Drew Holiday completely locked down Dame. Right. They were saying that Dame and C.J. McCollum can't play together. That was their 10th consecutive playoff loss. They had lost 10 straight playoff games at that point. Right. They were saying you should trade Dame Dollar because you can't win with them. All these narratives came. They listened to that over the summer, and they came back hungry. They did come back They came hungry. back, and Dame had a point to prove. Dame looks like a more mature player because when Westbrook and Paul George was happy, like, no point did he ever lose his cool. Everything was, I'm going to prove it on the court. Even last, even the game before when they lost, mm-hmm. Dame was like, oh, okay, it don't matter. Right. It don't matter. I'm going to show him. And after right. he hit that shot, he said all that talking back and forth, he considered that the last word. That's why I was so cold after the step back. Arizona. He hit them niggas with the bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, hey, but look. The Pelicans was a tough matchup for them last year, though, because Nurkic, man, he's not a—he's a European big man. He's not a United States big man. And the difference is that over here they're a lot more physical. They're, you know, saying so when you're dealing with an Anthony Davis who can not only post you up but it can step out and shoot the three as well. Like it was just a bad match, so you can't really blame that on Dame because Drew Holiday's sole purpose was like, yo, let me—if I lock down him. They everybody else had to step up, and if, without Dame's thirty points a game, yeah. you know what I mean. It's 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 it, they weren't going to win regardless. You know, and, what I mean? and Drew is probably one of the top three. Oh, yeah, for sure. two way players in the NBA. He yeah. don't get respect because yeah. he's not you know mainstream. Yeah, he ain't main- But Drew is probably yeah. top three lockdown players in the league. Right. And, and so that was, that was just a bad matchup for him because, like I said, it was it was Dame getting locked down, which made it tough for him. And Anthony Davis was just housing Nurkic yeah. or any other big man they put on him. And they just don't really have that. Without Aldridge being there, they really don't have that third option. Yeah, they got McCullough. But, you know, McCullough, uh, I, I don't want to say he's a streaky shooter, but, like, he don't go off as much as he should. I feel like in those situations where Dame is not having a good game, he don't really step up that I mean, sometimes he'll be like, yeah, he'll hit – 35, but then most of the times he stays around that 16, 17 range, man. He got to do better. Hey, my God, I was about 23 a game. Hey, man, man, why are you sleeping on CJ? I'm talking about last year, man. I'm talking about last year. I like CJ, man. My guy had like two, three 50 point games at the end of the season, man. man. Hey, but hey, you got to tell your boy, uh, West Pup, man, he got to calm down with his pettiness, man, on this. Whatever, what's the dude's name from uh, the Oklahoman? Oh, uh, Barry, Barry (laughs) Trimble. Yeah, Barry Trimble. Bro, when I answer a single question with Barry Trimble, bro, like... You know why? You, and I don't know why, but what I'm saying is, bro, you getting your ass up. There's just bigger fish to fry, bro. So, so this is what this is one of those things that I say. When when you do things, it's all... How you perceive things is all based on how much people like you. Right. You know what I mean? So, people don't like Westbrook. Okay. He, he has the outside persona. I'm not saying his teammates, because this is one of those things when you're looking at it from the outside to the media right. and inside the locker room. So... I've never heard anybody that played with Westbrook say they don't like playing with Westbrook. No, nah, nah. he seemed like everybody loves Ultimate Team player. Even when they leave, KD didn't wasn't mad at Westbrook. Westbrook was mad at KD. Right. So, but outside of the media, if you're not part of his guys, he's old school. It's pretty much like fuck you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you get that persona off, so that's what you see. So the Barry Trimble thing has nothing to do with Westbrook. Trimble didn't do anything to Westbrook. Mm-hmm. Trimble is uh, all supporting Westbrook. He might yeah. question his assistant, but he don't give a fuck about that. Right. The reason why he doesn't answer Trimble's question is because it was 2016. Okay. 2016 to 2017. When Westbrook would go to the bench, 
in the playoffs. This I think this was before Paul George. It was when they had Victor Oladipo. Okay, all right. So in the playoffs, whenever um, Westbrook would go to the bench, they would always give up like 20 points, 20-point lead. <laughs> okay. You know, basically. And then Westbrook come back out there. But he got that thing from Durant when the media ask you, you take you you take over and you take care of your teammates. Right. So Barry Trimble kept trying to ask Steven Adams why the team was so bad when Westbrook went to the bench. Mm-hmm. And Westbrook wouldn't let Steven Adams act and be like, bro, why are you trying to bring dissension among my teammates? It's not a it's not a him or me thing. We play as a team. Right, right. You know, gotcha. if, if I go to the bench and they give up twenty, then we gave up twenty points. Right. Then he kept saying, Well, you know, I'm just trying to ask him. No, you're not gonna ask him that. <laughs> so right. the whole reason he don't ask him is because he was trying to bring dissension by calling out Westbrook's teammates. Right. And Westbrook don't play that. But so people don't know that story. Yeah. Okay. He was basically trying to call all his teammates trash and just say Westbrook and give him so Westbrook was like, nah, I ain't gonna let you do that. So right. since since then, he hadn't liked him. He don't answer all his questions because he felt like that dude tried to bring dissension in between the teammates. Right. But you know, people don't know that because people don't like Westbrook. Right. You know I, what I, I mean? got you. I got you. I mean, low key, you, <laughs> you know, know what I mean? He is kind of trash, though. I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean, I agree, but I, as a team leader, I respect. So that's what I that's what I say about Westbrook. Like, I'm a I'm I'm not a huge fan of Westbrook, but I respect the things that he do, and I think he gets a lot of um, bad press just because he's not friendly with the media. Okay. He's not friendly with people. I believe if anybody else, if LeBron or Harden or anybody else averaged three straight triple-doubles, four seasons of 30 and like 10, they would be like hauled as the greatest player of all time. If Giannis right now averaged one triple-double, everybody would go crazy. But because Westbrook is Westbrook, it's always oh, it's easy to get triple doubles in the league. I mean, I you know don't say saying? I ain't saying that, but I do. Like I won't, I won't ever say triple double is easy. I already know, you know, saying that's bullshit. Like that shit is tough. I will say though, he got to get past the first round, bro. He ain't been past the first round since KD left. You're, you're right, and I, I feel like that's why most people is on him is because of that. Because if you look at Harden, you know, past two years Western Conference Finals, you know, what I'm saying you look at no, KD, just one year. Oh, uh, who was who was the year before? It was it wasn't Harden. Okay, Harden was last year though. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, Harden's always got out of the first round. Though. He hasn't always. Well, not always, but I'm saying like, since he's hit his groove and he's Harden now, yeah. he's in he's in that thing. But, you but, know what I'm saying? But you, we also have to account for we're always in a rush to make somebody's legacy their legacy before it's over. No, no, no. I'm not saying that. I'm just, I'm, I'm saying, just saying like he got to do better. Yeah, it's fair. He does have to do better. Yeah. But also the GM has to do better. True. He needs a better coach. True. You know, he needs talent. He needs specific talent around him. Because one thing I'll say is Harden was struggling too. Remember when we just talked about Dame put them out in the first round. Dame then was like a seven seed. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And Dame knocked them out. And you know what I mean? That was yeah. after Aldridge had left. Yeah. And but so the GM who, who got, he, But he, but he had Dwight Howard then though. No. Yeah, that was the year he had no, Dwight I mean, Howard. But that doesn't matter. That's still better talent than that's still Not better really. talent than Dame had. <laughs> Not really, Richard. Hey, Dwight Howard. That's that's revisionist though. <laughs> that's revisionist history. Yeah. I'm saying that team that came and played them. So you had even when Kobe, when Kobe lost Shaq, he struggled. He did. You know what I'm saying? He's Russell Westbrook spent the first five or six years playing with KD. He still try. It's like it's like being a three year player. True. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, mean, the I first, get what you're saying. The first year he played, his team was completely trash. Like I just said, they were asking him, "How do they go give up 20 old runs when he goes out?" That was the first year. The second yeah. year was Paul George kind of getting back, hadn't been with the team the whole year, and then this year he dropped. That's three years. Yeah, that's so, three years. So true. you're right. He does need to do better. But we're just trying to say, oh, he trash because he ain't did it yet. Well, no, no, I'm not <laughs> saying that. I'm just saying like. Okay, in his interviews, he always says the same thing. Like, I was looking at myself first. You know, it's a team thing. I get that, all that, right? Mm-hmm. But then you ain't making no changes, though. You feel me? Like, you, you, you're doing the triple-double thing, right? But your shots, you keep getting worse and worse and worse with the shot selections and your shot percentage. So, like, that has to change. You know what I mean? But what I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying change this game by any means because, I mean, like I said, dude plays balls to the wall super hard, harder than any other player in the NBA. But what I'm saying is, is like, you got to – and you really do got to look at yourself and be like, yo, either you need to amp up your shots and practice or realize, like, yo, all I need to stick to is these 15, 18-footers. So what I would ask you is, I'm, I'm pretty sure, because he was shooting a lot of 15-footers, I'm pretty sure the narrative was he needs to shoot more threes. So I just wanted to make shots, bro. But, but it's hard to make shots when all the attention are on you. So the next thing you're going to say is, he tries to pass. He he, cause he over like when he went to the hole last night, right? And he passed to Jeremy Grant. He should not have passed. No, he should not have so passed. So either no. he's getting his teammates involved, and now they're saying he's pat stat, pat right. stat patty, right? I, or yeah. he's or he's taking the shots to take over because he really doesn't have other people. 
A lot of times, Paul George, in that game you were talking about when he shot bad, Paul right. George shot like two for 15. True. Last year in the playoffs against the Jazz, Paul George had six points. Carmelo had five. So Westbrook literally can't win. You know what I mean? well, well, okay, but one thing he can win on is free throws, bro. You shouldn't be shooting sixty five percent. She couldn't be shooting sixteen sixty five percent as a, as a point guard, man. I'm not saying he doesn't have any faults. Like he does, he, he does need to get better shot, shot selection. He right. settles for threes too many times. Decision making in the clutch is horrible. What I what I want to say is is that I feel like in the games, what he does is he tries to do everything by himself. He does, and 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 that's and that's the much. fault. And that's what I'm saying, like. I don't have a problem. I mean, don't ever pass the ball to Jeremy Grant. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> but I'm saying, like, I'm never going to fault you for passing. I'm just saying, like, he if like if a team goes, you see it every time. If a team goes on a run and they score like eight zero points, then the first thing he going to do is come down and jack a three, and you shouldn't do that. Go to the hole, get a layup, let's get a free throw. You know but, what I'm saying? But what I would counter that with is. A lot of times he makes it and it's nothing. That people only focus on his misses. So I'll no, go back. I mean, and say, I'm not. I mean, I don't. He can't, just, just he can't because just because, hold on, just because you make a shot don't make it a good shot. But hold on, hold on. all I'm saying. But what is, I'm saying is, when you're a star, then that's it. Like if 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 Damian Lillard misses those shots, right? Those are bad shots. Every one of them. And if, if only he person that, it, the only person that can't have a bad three point is Steph Curry. If Damian, that's what they say anyway. Yeah, but if Damian Lillard misses those shots. Those are bad shots. That's what Paul George said because they're literally bad shots. They're only good shots when they make it. And so what I would say is when he came down, when Westbrook came down and he missed the shot after whatever, right. then they'll say, oh, that's a bad shot. Well, well I don't think so. I, I think Dame, whatever Dame shoots is a good shot to me See, because, but, he, because he puts in that time and work and he makes most of them joints. But that's not fair because, because shooting 37% from the three-point line is not bad. It's, but it's not good though. It either, is. Though. It is for a pure shooter. Go look at three point percentage. A great three point shooter. Not because you got to take Curry out of it. People are thinking. I'm not, I'm not talking about Curry. But yeah, people are thinking like Curry. Like he shoots fifty or forty eight. I'm, I'm saying like I'm, 40, not, I'm 40, talking about 40 percent is like a great three point shot. Right. right. That's like people that only shoot but, three set shooters. But he's shooting twenty nine percent though. Okay, but if he if he is shooting, that's yeah. career though. Yeah, that's career. That means he was really bad in the last two years. He's not shooting twenty nine. All right, but we in gotta, last we game gotta he shot forty percent. Man, look, forty percent. I mean, that's <laughs> anybody else. If you win the game and shoot forty percent of threes, you're considered a good three point shooter. Right. Average three point shooter shoot even Clay. Even Clay. Clay usually goes four for ten. True. Or he True. goes five for eleven. That's forty to fifty percent. That's a one shot difference. It's not terrible. It's not. But what <laughs> I'm saying, I, I do. I just see a lot of. When I'm when I'm dealing with Westbrook, man, and I'm I'm just saying like I see a lot of jag, and you know I I don't like that term, you know shooters gonna shoot, fuck that, like yeah. you know what I'm saying because that's what ends up happening is that the bad games that he has they they overshadow his good games because when he has a bad game like he keeps shooting instead of like doing other things to like most shooters. If, if if I miss three three threes, all right, I'm gonna try to get to the lane, get to the cup. I feel like Westbrook don't do that. I feel like he just keeps jacking. Bro, he attacks the cup a lot. He does. He does attack the cup a lot, but I feel like when he's on his when he's not so, on a but this shooting streak. But this though. goes back to what I said. Everything you're saying proves my point. What's that? But people put it on Westbrook. You're right. He can attack and get to the rim whenever he wants. So right. what happens? He gets to the rim, he attacks, and he scores. He scores. Right. He scores. Right. right. So what the defense is gonna do? They're gonna adjust to stop that. So now what do you do? Pass it to Jeremy Grant again? <laughs> he ain't got no shooters, oh, man. man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now you're kicking it to Jeremy. Now you're kicking it to, Jeremy. Now you kicking it to, Terrence, to Jeremy, Terrence Ferguson. Man. Now they're missing. Now, now as a pure, lion-hearted scorer, what you going to do? All right, man. <laughs> All right, I'll give you that. And then you got to shoot better free throws. I just say. You got to shoot better free he, throws. He does have to shoot better free throws. He needs to have better decision-making. But the GM need, need to get shooters around him. No, you, you see what you know what it is, man. Oklahoma City organization, man. See they they fucked up by letting go Harden and letting go of KD. Yeah, I mean, you know what I'm saying? So now they haven't. But they didn't let go of KD. They did well, everything KD wanted. Not really though. What they didn't do? Uh, uh, well, that's for another day. You know what I'm <laughs> <laughs> that was for another he day. Just, all he did was recognize that they were dumb. Yeah, and they were yeah, idiots. I mean, yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah. for sure. But what I'm saying is, is like they. That happened, right? So now, like, they're afraid to make changes. 
You know what I mean? I I said, well, no, because I'm saying, like, they're adding one piece here, one piece there, but they're not making any moves. They're not making any trades. Like, obviously, the, the I'm not saying that the team chemistry is messed up. I'm just saying, like, they need shooters, right? They're not trying to make, they're not trying to work out any deals to get shooters. Well, that's because they're so, they're so fixed on defense, but they're not getting a coach that has a defensive focus. He don't have any, like, yeah, he'll yeah. have a defensive focus. And you don't really have, I mean, other than Robson, which obviously they've missed. But I'm saying keeping players like Robson, uh, Jeremy Grant, right. all these players, they keep them there for defense, but you don't have a defensive-minded coach. So if you have an offensive-minded coach, do like Portland. Yeah. Put some offensive-minded players around That's them. it. You know what I mean? I mean, I, they just need to do something. Like something that – because I feel like it's the last three years – I'm not faulting Westbrook. I'm just saying it's been the same song. I agree. Because they're not doing, you know, the Victor Oladipo, that didn't work out. It should have worked out, but, like, he just didn't fit in with what they and, were trying to do. he's actually the only person that developed their game to fit Westbrook. Right, exactly. He, he's turned into a spot-up shooter. Yeah, he's turned into a spot-up shooter. And then I think they gave up on that too quick because if you would have kept him and then brought in a Paul George, you would have been in a, in a good situation because – Victor Depot before he got hurt. I mean, he was he was having a career year. You know what I mean? Well, they definitely need to have coaching change. That's number one. Um, and I think the one mistake that they've always made with Westbrook is keeping him at point guard. Right, exactly. Yeah. And then they're not going to get a new coach because everybody's blaming Westbrook right now. So they're not even looking at Billy Donovan, which is he should. No, nah, they, they they're they're looking at Donovan. I'm I mean, just saying is, like this is two straight. They're not being vocal about no, it. They they going to. It's going to get loud. This is two straight playoffs where they lost to four one. To the Utah Jazz and to the Portland Trailblazers, and they only won one game. Yeah. That cannot happen. That cannot and happen. then, so they lost James Harden because they could have paid James Harden. They yeah. wanted to play Ibaka because they viewed James Harden as a Ginobili role player instead of just starting him at point guard and giving him the money. They right. could have been Golden State before Golden State. True. Had Reggie Jackson. Lost mm-hmm. Reggie Jackson because when West, even though Reggie Jackson was averaging like twenty and ten, when Westbrook was hurt. Mm-hmm. They told him he was going back to the bench. Now they got Dennis Schroeder, who they just traded for. Right. You can start Dennis Schroeder and just let Westbrook score. True. Quit Blake making him think, run offense, make right. decisions. Give him the ball and get the fuck out the way. Let yeah. him score forty. I mean, Reggie Jackson deserved to be on the bench. You know, as soon as he went to Detroit, man. Hey man, I'm just saying, bro. Yeah, you seen him in this playoffs. Hey man, he said he said he was Westbrook. You know what I'm saying? Him and uh, what's the name? Percy, Percy, uh, (laughs) Percy Miller. I can't remember. Old boy from Baylor. They they thought they were KD. Look, bro. Look, Reggie Jackson was trash, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm and I'm not talking about. I'm just saying like the way he has played has been ultimate. Hot garbage, bro. And I don't want to talk about game, what well, game four when Milwaukee, where he went through, where he went for thirty points. Man. Nigga, I want to talk about the first three games. You only scored six. Boy, they've been trying to trade that nigga for three seasons, and nobody won't even it, take man. it. Man, everybody paying him twenty million. <laughs> for what? For what? Well, what, uh, man? Hey, man, but I, I do want to give Dame respect, man. All that said and done, whatever about Westbrook, yeah. whatever about OKC, I really respect what Dame did, man. Dame came. That's that's a good thing for, yeah. thing for kids, man. He had a lot of adversity. People were talking bad about him all summer. He didn't say anything. He didn't make no. any excuses. He just sucked it up, sucked it up put it came back, and put in that work this season. I think he put the Western Conference on notice. Denver or San Antonio, which would probably be Denver, probably Denver. they're going to have their hands full. Oh, yeah, Denver. for sure, because, like, I like I like Joker, but the guards man they're, they're young. You know yeah. what I mean, and they, they can play. They ain't young, they soft. <laughs> they, <laughs> they soft. Young, they been man. in the league about five years. Uh, they bro. soft. Uh, At this point, they should be Kimball Walker or somebody. You know uh, what I'm saying? They man, soft, man. They gonna have trouble, bro. They gonna have trouble. Now, Joker, they, Joker gonna get his triple double, whatever. They but, soft though. But hey. And Canterman, look, Oklahoma City sleeping on Canterman. He, yeah, he don't play no defense, but he can score. Yeah, though. he got better though. He got yeah, better, he, he yeah. got better, but he he's scoring. Bro, I mean, he he he's, he looking like Nurkic never left because he's doing the same the same shit. Bro, think about this: Westbrook, one of the quickest and most athletic guards in the league, could not stay in front of Dane. What you think will happen when they put Jamal Murray on him? Jamal Murray, boy, <laughs> hey, man, they might go for eighty on Murray. I think they, I, I, I think they put too much stock in Jamal Murray, man. Like he just he's. He too inconsistent. Defense is subpar. You know what I mean? That's the same thing I said about Westbrook, though, man. Everybody wants to take their best player now and make him a point guard. Yeah. Point guards got to think about so much, man. They got to run the offense, slow it down, speed it up. How about you just put your best player, that your best scorer, and let them fucking score like in the 90s? What, what they're trying to do, they're trying to make every guard into Steph because... Yeah, but Steph was a point guard. I know, I know but what, <laughs> you know what, this is what I'm saying is when you look at Steph, right... Like, if you look at Steph, he really don't do a lot other than pass the ball. Yeah, he come down to shoot, 
But he he's really he's really just trying to find an open man. Like he don't really drive to the cup. He don't. He, he don't, does a lot. I mean, he penetrates, but he don't like. He don't. He's not Westbrook though, because he's not that athletic. But the problem is, is that everybody's trying to make their the next Curry. That's what I'm saying. You you, you can't because you Curry's always in a generation, right? Man. And then not only that, like he been doing this since Davidson years. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I mean, like. He's it, always been a pure point guard. He's always been a pure shooter. Right. You know what I'm saying? He's This is his natural game. Yeah. James Harden, that's his, his natural, natural game. game. Yeah. You can't. And they're trying to they're trying to duplicate them I by doing them with Westbrook. And, you know what I'm saying? Like, Westbrook, to, Booker, Jamal right. Murray. And you can't do it because their their minds are different, bro. Like yeah. it's, it, They're just different beasts. Well, you know what I mean? Well, speaking of beast, it's almost time. Oh, man. It's almost that Thanos. time for them niggas to face Thanos. Hey, you excited, man? Man, man I'm, I'm hell of excited, bro. I've been, like I said, I've been watching all the ones. I, I hadn't watched Ant-Man 1 or 2. I haven't watched Guardians. You did watch 1 or 2? I didn't watch 1 or 2. Bro, you got to watch that. They're going to be in the Oh, I, I did. I already watched it. Oh, okay. I'm now I get it. You know uh, what I'm saying? Like, so, I watched uh, 1 and 2. Uh, I watched Doctor Strange, which I thought Doctor Strange was going to be. Super whack. That shit was so tough. Like I was like, man, I almost watched it like twice in one, in one sitting. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Doctor Strange was. I really like Doctor Strange. Like that movie was. There's certain Marvel movies that are good action movies. Yeah. And there's certain Marvel movies that are just good movies. Yeah. And that like, was I thought Doctor Strange was real good movie. Yeah. That first Thor. Because yeah. it's, it's about, you know, somebody being humble mm-hmm. and losing themselves and kind of rebuilding themselves yeah. up. Those are really good movies. I thought that first store was a really good movie. And that first Doctor Strange, Humbling. Right. That, that, those were good movies. So, I watched that. The only two the only two movies I got to watch is The Guardians of the Galaxy because I haven't watched either one of those. Well, I'm going to tell you what's a rough watch. What? Thor Dark World. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that shit is trash. Hey, but they made but they made up for it with Ragnarok. Because Ragnarok was good as hell. Yeah, Thor. But that hey, it was tough, though. It was, that was, that was <laughs> tough, tough to watch. So it was uh if you go back if you go back and watch it, because like, you know how Iron Man came out first, yeah. you know what I mean? I, the first Iron Man was was terrible. Yeah. Was. Like if you if you go back because like people don't think so because it came out first and it was kinda like one of those Test run to see if we can get away with all these other Marvel movies, and then two years, three years later, then Captain America came out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah but it was it was different because it was terrible. It, it it aged terribly. Yeah, yeah, that's what it, I'm saying. Like if you go back and watch it now, you'd be like, man, this is trash. But there are some trash. Like that Hulk movie was trash. Which one? That one with Eric Banner. Or, yeah, the, or yeah, the one the, with uh, you know it was two. Yeah, I'm talking Hulk about I'm, and an Incredible Hulk. It's the Incredible Hulk, the one that had Nick Fury at the end. They both had he, Nick Fury. he fought Red Hulk. Then that was the first one. That would been the that same. was that was the one Eric Banner. Yeah. It don't matter. Both of them were trash. I mean, I like the Incredible Hulk better than just the Hulk. Yeah, I mean, you know, but I you're mean, still comparing trash to garbage. True, true. <laughs> 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 I mean, which one? Yeah. Which one was the least? Yeah. Which one was the least shitty? Yeah, <laughs> they were both pretty terrible. But yeah, man. So I'm I'm excited, man, and I'm just, I'm hey I'm ready to go see this this thing, bro. Like, yeah, I'm excited because you know you see all these clips where they keep saying everything that you see is the first 30 minutes of the movie. And they got a lot of action, so that means you're going to see them fight Thanos in the first, first 30 minutes. minutes. So Man. if you take out... And the they, movie's like three hours that's long. That's what I'm saying. So if they fight Thanos in the first 30 minutes, that means that's two and a half hours left of all kinds of shit that's yeah, going to happen. Yeah. So, well, see, like, I did, like when when I watched the second Ant-Man, and at the end, you know what I'm saying, when they go boy get stuck, I was like, ah, oh, shit, now I see like how... Everything else, like how yeah. everybody disappeared, you know what I'm saying? So like, so it's gonna be interesting how he gets to them, you know what I'm saying? And then how they get everybody else back if they can get everybody else back. The one thing I'm looking at every time I look, it looks like whatever happens in the 30 minutes, whether they lose or they win, right? Some time is gonna pass after. Oh yeah, for yeah. Sure. So it's gonna be like whatever, lose or win, whenever they fight Thanos, it's gonna be like five, six years pass after right. that, and then they might turn it all back, whatever they do. But it's going to be some time passed. I'm just going there thinking they're going to correct everything. Yeah, yeah, nah, <laughs> nah, it's, it's an adventure awaiting, you know? Yeah, man? yeah. So, uh, but yeah, so, I'm, so I want to watch Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, I'm probably going to watch them this week just to, you know, make sure I'm, I'm good on everything. That was some good movies. I like now, that was. And I, I even went back and, and rewatched uh, uh Winter Soldier and Silver War just Ooh, to I make sure I'm in it. Both of those are cold. Man, they both cold. made up for that first Yeah, that first what, what the first one... It wasn't really trash. It was just... It was trash. Nah, bro. It wasn't really trash. It was just long, and it was one of them, like... 
set up movies. You know what I'm saying? It was an origin story, but we yeah. can say it was trash. <laughs> it was trash. It was terrible, man. It was straight. I mean, I, they could have cut out some pieces, but I might have been able to whoop Captain America in that one. <laughs> <laughs> That's sixty years did him justice. Just hold in. He might have got hands. He might have oh, got these man. hands, man. And uh, yeah, man. And I would like <clears throat> when I and I. I had to go back and rewatch all the endings because there was like, I know in Iron Man one and two and Captain America and Talk Thor. About the post set. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't watch the post credit, so I had to okay. go back and watch all them to make sure it made sense. You know what I'm saying? Well, the thing that I'm interested about is there's still a couple of scenes from uh, the last Avengers, not the last one, the uh, one with uh, shoot the robot. What's his name? The robot. Yeah, the Avengers, Avengers before Endgame. Oh, the, uh, the first Avengers. Yeah, yeah no, yeah, the yeah. second, the second one. The Endgame is the second one. No, no, Endgame no, is the third one. I'm talking about so, so, so you got the second Avengers movie. They fought the robot. What's the robot's name? Oh, man, I don't you know. didn't watch. You just said you watched all. The I movies. didn't go back and watch every single one. I just watched the ones that I didn't miss. That's one of the best Avengers movies. I'm trying to think of the dude's name. But anyway, there's a scene in there where you got um, where you got uh, old boy. Um, Tony, Tony Stark. Tony Stark, yeah. He has that vision because, you know, Wanda put the magic on him in his head. Yeah, yeah, And he has that vision of, you know, the team from the first Avengers, that uh, snake-looking robot thing. Yeah. And everybody's dead in a pile. You remember? I remember that part, And then yeah. the thing running. And he, that's what he's, everything that's happened since that is from that fear. Oh, so okay. it's from that's where it all came from with that fear of Wanda putting that in his head as that being that's what's going to happen. So it's like a um, prophecy. Okay. So, but you hadn't seen that prophecy yet. Now, I don't know if they're saying that 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 is um, that coincides with the disappearances, or was are all the Avengers going to be piled up like that at some point in some type of war? Uh-huh. So that still hadn't came to came to fruition yet. But yeah, man, I'm I'm excited for this movie. I think it's going to be good. Um, I don't know, man. Hey, yo, I'm I'm excited, man. Like I'm, I might go catch it early, man. You know, watch it with all the all the people that be dressing up and shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Normally, I, normally I wait till like Friday, something like that. But I I'm about to go do it, man. See everybody. In there. I'll be seeing boy. Ultron, man. That's his name. Ultron, yeah. yeah okay. What they Ultron. I got man. you. Yeah, so. That was a good movie. Yeah, Age of Ultron. You yeah, right. Yeah, okay, man. I got you. Right. Man, I don't know if you even watch Avengers. Man, I, hey, man. I checked them all. I'm trying to question you. Bro, I'm so focused on. Probably one of them DC niggas that like, <laughs> <laughs> like Batman versus Superman. Oh, bro. <laughs> I, hey, I, only, I fuck with Dark Knight. That was it. <laughs> you know, Batman Begins, I thought, was, I thought was pretty decent. I know a lot of people shitted on it. And then Dark Knight Rises was super hard. But, uh,. Other than that, the only other DC movie I watched was Wonder Woman. That was it. I can't. Wonder Woman straight. That uh, that Aquaman was straight. And I, it looked straight, but you know, it's so many of them that look good because like Justice League looked good when you watch the preview. But I heard that I didn't even watch that. I heard it was trash. Girl, Aquaman was trash. Yeah. No, not not Aquaman. Uh, Justice League. Oh yeah, it was, it was trash. I, I heard Justice League was trash, and I, I wasn't really a big fan of Suicide Squad. I like Suicide I liked Squad. the I liked the premise of it, but it just didn't. And they could have done it better. They could have done it better, but I really liked. It. I liked the Harley Quinn character. My thing is, it's hard for me to get into movies if I don't like the actor playing like one of my favorite actors. Like I love Flash. Yeah. Okay. So the Flash that they got, everything that they're doing with Flash sucks. Like the way he runs, the way it looks when he runs, the character. Yeah, got you, got you. So I can't really even get into it because Flash is supposed to be funny. Flash is supposed. To, they probably should have started the franchise with Flash because you know. Well, they did. They did the CW Flash. But I'm talking about start the movies with Flash. Ah, okay, I got because you. the reason why Marvel popped is because, not because Iron Man is the main character. I mean, if you want the main character, then you probably go with Captain America, starring right. Captain America off. But they didn't do that. They went with the character that had the most personality. The most popular right, characters was probably Hulk, um, Captain America, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yeah. Those are the popular characters. But, but what they did, the two, they, they done a bunch of Spider-Man movies, but Spider-Man wasn't always an Avenger. True. So to pop off in Avengers movies, you needed the character that had the most personality. So they took a character that was little known. Like, people don't know how dark Iron Man was. Yeah, so yeah, they, yeah. they took that character, rearranged that yeah, character. Because yeah, he was supposed to be like a drunk and yeah, everything else. Yeah, yeah. He was supposed to be a real dark character. They right. put Roddy, Robert Downey so they can make the personality around that. Well, no, because Robert Downey was a drunk too. Yeah, I mean that's good, but I'm, but I'm saying, I'm saying, you know, it was it was entertaining because he's a good actor, right. good personality to it. That kicked it off. If they could have started that movie with Flash, because you don't, want, Superman's corny. 
True. Everybody loves Batman, but he's kind of like Spider-Man. He's not always part of the Justice League. Right. You can't really pop it up. Thing, he does yeah. his own thing. You don't really, you know, you can't start with Wonder Woman. Right. Nobody really fucks with Aquaman. I guess you could have with this Aquaman if they would have did it like that at first. Right. But you need a personality. I think they're going to build it around Aquaman, though. Because he was funny, he was in Game of Thrones, everybody loved him in Game of Thrones, yeah, when they did the Justice League, he was funny in the Justice League, and this movie was good, so they can actually build something around this Aquaman. That's what they should have did the first, should have been Aquaman or Flash. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I don't like, I, I know when I seen it on CW, I was like, this shit is horrible. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I'm serious, man, like, I do not fuck with the CW at all, like, I see they did the Flash and then the Daredevil, and then, like, how you gonna have Ben Affleck? Ben Affleck was Daredevil back in the day. Yeah, so he how sucked you, at that Yeah, too. he sucked at that too. How you gonna be bad at both DC? That's what I'm talking about. DC be up there fucking up, man. Yeah, they, they fuck it up. They trying, to, they trying to rebuild, though. They trying to bounce back. They trying to bounce back? Yeah, <laughs> man, Speaking man, of somebody man. trying to bounce back. Bounce <laughs> you hear about, about Tia Marie? Ooh, she ain't, she, she having the trouble bouncing back. Man, you know what hey, I mean? Man, you know, hey, she out here stunting, though, like, like, she just trying not... I don't, I don't think she can afford to pay 50. I know she can't. You know what I'm saying? But she out here trying to stunt, like, oh, I'm good. I'm just, you know... I think, fuck, hey, man. I mean, because, I mean... She was she was doing the time where niggas was getting fucked on their contracts. You know what I mean? For real. And then she's a singer. Right. And so when you're a singer... And she didn't really have no number one hit. Yeah, and she don't write her own songs. It's not like she's like a Beyonce that's getting writer's credit and singing's right. credit. Singers usually get fucked more than anybody because at least rappers, even if it's some bullshit, mm-hmm. they write their own shit. Yeah, for real. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So you can get publishing, you can get all types of stuff. Right. Singers don't write their own stuff. That's why even artists back in the day didn't really make no money because the writers make all the money. The writers, the people that make the beats right you just get performance fees yep. you know what i mean those performance fees yeah sound like a lot 20 10 thousand a kid well, no, i mean if you i mean probably back in the day if you was hot you probably got a hundred you know what i'm saying nah. yeah nah, nah, you yeah. ain't getting no hundred you probably, marie getting a hundred i said if you was hot <laughs> you know what i'm saying nah, we ain't talking about if i'm talking about tiara marie you think she getting a hundred probably maxed out at 40 Maybe, maybe you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, so, so you know, but she, uh, you know, they probably they. I don't know. I know they put her in a, like a, a tour where she was like opening up. It was. I Man, think it was. If you're the opening act, you definitely ain't getting. I thought, nah, cause like I don't know, cause like I remember the first concert I went to I had Oklahoma City. It was that Fifty Cent concert. Fifty was real hot, but he had uh, he had the clips open up for him. They was. Hella hard. I was like, I don't know who these niggas is, but I'm about to buy their album when I leave here. But then again, they was they had Pharrell behind them. They did have Pharrell behind them. You know, it was that Clips, was a machine. It was Clips, Busta Rhymes, Fifty, and one other group that I'm, that I'm missing. Uh, I want to say, no, I want to say Young Guns, maybe. Ooh, no, nah, they wouldn't been. With they wouldn't have been them. Yeah. But anyway, that was the best concert I ever had, boy. Because because and Fifty didn't even. He didn't. He was the headliner, but he didn't even end the concert. Busta Rhymes did. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But Clips came out. Just they did they whole damn album. What the fuck they got to do with Tia Marie? I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Like if you if you have if you have a what my <laughs> the point I was trying to get to is if you have if you have artists like that on your ticket with you, you probably get paid a little bit more because people gonna come. You know. Everybody was you don't even know who Tierra Mary was with. I think it, I think it was a Scream Tour or some shit like that with B2K uh, and Omarion yeah, and all that. that up. I thought one time she was fucking with The Rock, so she may have jumped on one of those tours. Thought she had something with Jay-Z yeah, yeah, or yeah. something. But end of the day, she broke. I'll, no, for sure, she broke. She broke. <laughs> you know? And then 50 over here just trademarking everything she say, talking about I ain't got it. He done made, like, talking about I'm broke. He got about 15 T-shirts. Bro, 50, 50's a genius, man. Because 50, 50 has made his new career after his album sales. He's probably making more money off of trolling motherfuckers than he made off of his album. Take away his first album. Because yeah. first album went. Well, second album did the same thing, though. Okay, take away yeah. those two albums, yeah. everything else with this trolling thing. Because it's so smart what he does. He don't give a shit about 30000 for T.M. Marie. He is a point, it's a principle. Of her talking shit, you know, trying to expose him, going right. at the crown, missing, right. missing, you know what I'm saying? Then he put you in the courtroom because he ain't afraid to use it. Right. He won. He got 30K. He asked for a hunt. Yeah. He got 30K. Okay. He don't even want the money. You know nah. what I mean? Look. He, but he just, so then he, then when the report comes out, he, he says, what? The law is the law. Now he got t-shirts coming out called the law is the law. law. Yeah. He made the money. She tried to make a diss song. Didn't make nothing off of it. Nope. He trademarked it. Yeah. Now he making t-shirts off of, off of her song. <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't a hubby. Like he just, he just she's Bro. too smart for her, man. Hey man, like I want I want to be 
I want to be as rich as I want to have enough money to be as petty as fifty. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because the money that he wasted, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm just, I mean, he got it. Trust me. But I'm just saying, like the money he wasted just to be petty, bro. But like, the money he making from being petty, true. You know what I'm saying? So you got to offset. What yeah. are you making off of being petty? I right. would say he's making more money off of being petty than he put into because he he put in a he said he put in a hundred k to take it to court, right? I mean, if you don't know, if you ain't been following the story, basically what happened is there was some type of sex tape. I can't even remember how he's linked to it. Okay, somebody... it, was, it was a sex tape that came out, mm-hmm. all right? It was already public. 50 Cent just put one of the clips on his Instagram. Ah, okay, I got you. So she tried to say that he was trying to defamate. Revenge yeah, porn. Yeah, revenge porn or some shit like that. Or she was trying to, he was trying to defamate her character or whatever. But it was already out. Like, people had already seen it. He was he was just, like, you know, being petty and, and doing what he do. You know what I'm saying? So, so since he lost, I mean, since she lost the case, 50 smart ass sued her right. because she lost the case. Right. Which means she had to pay for his legal fees because it wasn't a valid basis for the case. Right. He said that the legal fees would be $100,000. They ended up being $30,000. She lost that suit right. and owes him 30000 That was what, like six months ago? Six months ago, yeah. Well, so she hadn't paid him. No. So 50 summoned her to court again. Yep. She and then does, she didn't show up. She didn't show up. That's yeah. where you fuck up. It's just like when girls get attitude with child support. You summon them. You got to go. You, you can't gotta, just say yeah, I ain't going. You can't just do that. And then when you don't go. You automatically lose. You automatically lose. That child support get dropped. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But what is so funny about the situation is, is that he is just on her ass, bro. No matter if it's Twitter, Instagram. He was like, bitch, is that a new wig? Yeah. Get around me my money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like on her head, bro. It's, it's so funny because get you, all a little love and hip hop check, man. I, hey, you know she ain't making a lot hey, of money. They gonna garnish her wages, man. <laughs> love and hip hop, you is not making a lot of money. Like you got to be a real celebrity, or you like, have Jim, a, like Jim Jones. When Jim Jones on love and hip hop, like he was really getting. But paid. that's that's because uh, his his girl actually started love and hip hop. That was her. Well, idea. yeah, but I mean, but him too, because like he was he was a public like he's a real public figure. Everybody else on love and hip hop is either made up or. They're like so down on their career, like this is they're trying to revamp it by doing this. But Jim but Jones still, didn't need love and hip hop, so they was giving him the bag. You know well, what that's mean? what I'm saying. It was more his wife, and it was surrounded by like his right. relationship and marriage. So then Jim Jones, when he started getting on camera, he did get the bag. Yeah. But then your personality can increase your bag too. For sure. Like For sure. Stevie J and Jocelyn, yeah. they got a bigger bag. But because Stevie J is a real producer. Yeah, but like, nobody knew that before. True. You know what no, I'm saying? No, nobody nobody knew, really knew. Nobody Stevie knew J. he was the voice on uh, on Diddy's first no, album. No, you know nobody knew he was producing for Bad Boy. They didn't yeah. know Stevie J. That's knew somebody noticed his person. What I didn't know is a long time ago, like in 2002. You remember when that Eve sex tape came out? Yeah. I didn't know that was Stevie J until that shit came out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I still didn't know that. Yeah, was that, was Steve, that was Stevie. That was Stevie J. Crazy. Yeah, well, hey, look, man, people out here just throwing six tapes out just so they can get, you hey, know, some, hey, it worked for Kim K, man. Look, but yeah, but that's a one anomaly, right? Right, because Kim K, I mean, she bad, you know what I mean? Everybody ain't bad putting out the sex tape. That ain't that ain't why. You know why she got famous? Because <laughs> she fucked with the god Ray <laughs> J, man. Come on, stop playing, man. man. I, I Ray J and Nick Cannon have made a lot of these motherfuckers. Hey, that's hey, man, <laughs> hey, bro. Look, Nick. Cannon is a player, yeah. bro. Like y'all stop talking about this nigga talking about he was on Nickelodeon. Nick, Nick Cannon done smashed all these females before y'all even heard of him. You know what I'm saying? And then Ray J been in the game a long time putting yeah. people on. People really because Ray J and Nick Cannon kind of look corny. People don't really give Ray J and Nick Cannon the credit they deserve. They've been knocking them down for a while. Well, see, Ray J he had it good because you know his sister's Brandy. So he was going on tour with her and shit, beating people he wasn't supposed to meet. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So now he shoot, he was shooting this shot because he was like, shit, what else am I going to do? Yeah, you know what I'm Nick Cannon had that Nickelodeon money. So Nick Cannon been rich since he was 13 years old. You know what I'm saying? When he felt realized, like, him and Mariah, you know, that, that was a little come up. So you trying to act like uh, Ray J wasn't rich, too. I'm, I mean, he had he had a uh, he had a part on Moesha. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like he wasn't getting money. Hey, you know hey the UPN network was not paying Ray hey, J the bag, man. Hey, that's Moesha's brother. You know he got the bag. Man, Wasn't know. they on that other show? Uh, hey, what was that? Ray, Ray, Ray J was on two shows. Yeah, they, it was the um show. It was it was the big chick before Monique. You talking about the Parkers? Nah, nah, that was Monique, the Parkers. Yeah, but there was an older show before Monique. There was a, a bigger, um, a bigger comedian lady before Monique, and I thought Moesha and Ray J was their kids. I gotta look at. Nah, I might know. just be throwing. I, do, I think. I think you know. I think you know. Combine two shows. Yeah, that's possible. I do yeah. this shit a lot. But yeah, <laughs> hey man, right? Ray J was out getting like I said. Nick Cannon was getting the bag. Ray J had a sister, so he was just doing what he. Hey, if I, I was Ray J, I'd be doing the same thing. I'd be shooting my shot to everybody I could because it's like. 
Shit, I'm just sitting here sitting and chilling in the trailer till my sister get done working. You yeah. know what I mean? Shit, speaking of shooting your shot, man, what you think about you know Democrats shot they shot, hey, but Mueller they missed. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they pulled up from a step back thirty seven and missed. Hey man, look, they I do not I'm not I'm not in favor of any of these candidates, man. None of them look like super, uh, like none none of them look like you know like they gonna do anything, bro. Like I don't know, they dry. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, Bernie, you know, he's been around for so long. He's he doing what he doing. But everybody else, man, like, I always have a theory, bro, and nobody ever agrees with me on this. But I feel like when they look at the candidate race and they say, oh, shit, like, for, for instance, Trump is going to win another one, right? That's what I say anyway. So they just put up motherfuckers who they know can't win or don't, ha- don't have a chance of winning just so they, you know, they say they're good candidates for the next run. Same thing with Obama. When Obama went for second run, I don't feel like any of them them uh, Republicans could have beat Obama. But I think what they're doing this time, I think is a little bit different. I think they're taking the approach of what the Republicans did last time. I mean, last last election, basically, the Republicans just put like 20 candidates up to see who, who come out. You know, a battle royale. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, you got you to fight hard to get popular when it's like two or three candidates. And you, you know, you win the popular vote, right. then you know you may be popular. Well, you only got three people to choose from. But if you can blow out a crowd out of sixteen to seventeen, then you probably really got some momentum behind you. Yeah, but but I feel like for for those twenty candidates, you know, there's five that was like me. Y'all, you know, y'all got the real shot. We're gonna save y'all for you know. 2024, you know, you feel yeah, me? I mean, that's, that's possible, I man. Out of these, out of these 17, 18, everybody keep coming in. I only really think that. Uh, I don't really, I don't really think Kamala Harris got shot. I, I would probably go with Elizabeth Warren. Joe yeah. Biden ain't announced yet, but he's gonna announce. I don't um, think Joe. I don't think Smoking Joe got a shot. But he got. He's he's the um he's the leader right now. He hadn't announced, but the the unofficial poll has him ranked the highest. So you got Biden. Okay. You got Warren. Okay. You know Bernie got some heat coming. Yeah. Bernie's the most savvy. You know what I'm saying? He even <laughs> though he the oldest, he might die in office. He's he gonna die in office though. Oh, then hey, who gonna be his vice president? But he got the use behind him. You know what I'm saying? So we put somebody like Abrams behind him. You know what I'm saying? They gonna you know what I'm saying? Man. But, uh, you know, I think they got the most. Uh, Mayor Pete is the youth. He's the one. If he can get some policies, that's his problem. He ain't really got the policies. That's what I'm saying. He ain't got his policies, and, you know, he didn't look now, that would be, this town hall. That, that would be the candidate that you would be looking at to, hey, kind of gain some steam mm-hmm. and keep his, uh, keep his fund open so he can actually, you know, really go after it in 2024. Right. You know what I'm saying? You. Get your name in there, then you can start building him up through the political ranks because he's just a mayor right now. You may be putting Congress, Senate, you yeah, know, might, raise him up. Be, next yeah, time. yeah build you. him up. So th- I would say Mayor Pete would be that candidate, but in this election, I think it's going to be either Biden, Bur- um, Bernie, or um, Elizabeth Warren. I would like to see Bernie and Elizabeth Warren on the same ticket. Okay. I think because because they agree on a lot of stuff, but they disagree. But you can unite right. because Bernie has a strong following, and they knew that. That's why the Russia probe messed them up because all they did was create a d- dissension in the DNC, right. and then that kind of fucked Bernie over. But Bernie had a Burnt nah, because the uh, Democrats got them super delegates. Right. You know what I'm saying? Hillary's going to win no matter what. They really need to have to do that. Look, man, <laughs> ain't none of them going to be O'Donnell J, okay? Ain't none of them going to be them. I don't man. know, man, Um, because Bernie has a double-digit lead for everybody under 30. All right. Then you got Elizabeth Warren, you know, even though she's kind of weird, you know, she has some policies. You know that can that can be in that demographic too. You know, student loan forgiveness up to um, fifty thousand for everybody making under hundred thousand. That two percent tax that'll fund um, daycare, healthcare. You know, they got a lot of policies that kind of can link up if they get together on the same ticket. Right. So I, I like I like that combination. I think that they would be because it's so extreme and it's so extreme that even the demo, it's a bipartisanship. People are against that. Like, Republican, Democrat, what they're talking about, they're talking like that socialism, and they call it vigorous democracy. Nobody likes that. So it could be like Donald Trump, where it's something that's so extreme and so against what the the system has been doing that people can catch on, especially the younger generation. You just got to get them out the vote. Man, I just don't know. Nah, you, <clears throat> you don't want... They're not going to let a... a uh, Democratic Donald Trump get in office, bro. That's not what. That's not gonna happen, man. man I don't know, man. I like what they're saying. I mean, I like what they're saying think, too, I think bro. They, but... I think they can move the youth. If you can move the youth and all those minority groups like Obama did, and then get those people on the fence, a lot of the people didn't vote because they just didn't like Hillary. You know right. what I'm saying? So that swayed a lot of people to Trump or not voting just right. because they didn't like Hillary. 
But if you can get an Elizabeth Warren and a um, Bernie, if that's too strong, if you can get Bernie or Elizabeth and then get somebody to kind of bridge that gap where Hillary was, right. then you can beat Trump. Trump benefited from a lot of people not voting because they didn't trust or like Hillary. Right. And because a lot of people just didn't didn't vote and um, a lot of people switched their vote just because of Hillary. So the dislike and the people not voting went in Donald Trump's favor. If you can get that same crowd that came out for Obama... To just you know split, I right. think they can do it. Well, that's man. tough to do though, man. Because Obama, you know, he was he was that guy. You know, I mean, I, I agree with you saying like maybe if they join forces, forces, you know, uh, Sanders and and Warren, maybe something will happen. But I just don't see it, man. I'm, they well, I, I don't think I don't think Sanders and Warren. I think that would be it would be entertaining for me, but that's gonna be boring when you go against Trump. Like oh, like Sanders can face Trump. Because Sanders is savvy enough, he's smart enough, but he kind of got that old man flair to him, yeah. you know, where he can outwit Trump and make him look stupid, but still be entertaining. Yeah, but Warren, Warren can't do that. But Trump don't care about looking stupid, man, and most of his voters don't care about him looking stupid. But but the thing is, is that it's not like the old school, like, corny thing, like, like uh, Bernie's witty. Right. Like, Bernie's witty, and he's, he's quick on the response. So Trump can't make Bernie look stupid either because he thinks that Trump's an idiot. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? So you can't make him look... He can't Debo him like he did all those people in the Republican right. Party, make him look stupid, make him look political. He can't really do that to Bernie. Like, you can't push Bernie around because Bernie's like, I'm old, I'm yeah, gonna fuck. Bernie, you know what yeah, he chilling, man. And look, smoking Joe, he ain't gonna do that but try to fight. Yeah, that's Trump. the problem with Joe. That's, 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 that's why I said Joe needs to just chill out, man, because Joe's gonna be taking off his jacket and doing his tie, talking about, let's do this. But, but Joe... Joe actually has a chance because Joe still kind of got that political machine because he was with Obama. So Joe is taking the smart approach, and that's what I'm saying. He's throwing out fillers. Okay. He's throwing out fillers who would be a good running mate. You know what I mean? Because he's already most popular just because of the heat he had, just from being attached to Obama. Right. He's testing running mates. That's the only thing, the only question that you're asking with Joe, who would be the best running mate to give him a boost? Gotcha. Everybody else is trying to build up their uh, momentum to get in the race. Joe already has the momentum. He's just looking for the running mate that can put him over the top. So and, he already but got that's what I'm saying. I don't know if anybody wants to run with Joe, and not that, not because of Joe's policies. I just don't. I just feel like they're going to think it's more. It's more of a Obama field. You know, Joe. It's definitely going to be Obama. Yeah, that's field. what I'm saying. So like, I don't know if they want to revisit that. You know what I mean? Because like, it was so much. It was so much. Uh, they put so much flack on. Um, Obama's presidency, you know what I mean? I don't think they want to repeat that. I mean, it would be really good if you could get Joe and Biden on the... I mean, not Joe Biden. Joe Biden. If, you could, <laughs> if you could get Joe and Bernie on the same ticket, but Bernie ain't going for Bernie that. Ain't going Boy, on, Bernie ain't going for that. Now, Warren may, if you could get... Because Warren has a lot of the same policies as Bernie. It's just Warren may be a little bit more extreme. But if you could put a woman, Bernie... On Biden's ticket, I mean, yeah, on Biden's ticket. So you go Biden and Warren. So Warren gives you that flair of Bernie, you know, going against the establishment, socialism, paying back student loans. And you put that with Biden, who got that kind of support of that Obama crew. And you put that together, that may be strong enough. Yeah, but nobody wants, like, but all these people are running for president. Nobody wants to give up and say, all right, look, I'm, I'm, I'll be your vice president. You but, know? but at some point in time, it's going to get to the point well, yeah, where... yeah, but, but I, these, I think they want to be counted out first. No, know? no, no, they're going to they're gonna run, but the polls are going to, it's, it's going to show. show. Somebody's right. going to have enough where you know you can never get higher, right. but you could boost somebody else and get in the office. Right. And yeah. then that can be a stepping stone for you to go further. It's not going to be Bernie because Bernie's too old. Yeah. But it can be Elizabeth Warren. True. And um, last year, actually, Hillary was talking about putting Elizabeth Warren on her ticket, and it was favorable, but it's just they don't agree at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? She ain't fucking with Hillary. Yeah, no, you know no. What I'm saying? But if Hillary might have needed that boost, because she, if Hillary would have got Warren on her ticket, then she could have picked up a lot of those people from Bernie that Bernie lost from that DNC um, email scandal mm -hmm. and all that stuff. She may have... Could have, you know, kept them people. Should have kept those people. May have gave her a boost. Because let's not forget, she won the popular vote. Right. It was just a couple of, you know, counties that she lost. Well, she, what she should have did, she should have accepted Obama's, you know, offer for vice presidency. Then she could have got a feel for whatever he's doing. And then she could have been like, yo, I was in there. So this is what I would change, blah, blah, blah. But she was like, nah, I already, I know if I run myself, I'm going to win. That's what she thought anyway. Yeah, so somebody like Elizabeth Warren might be looking at that and be like, damn. Yeah. Hillary fucked up. She did. You know no, that she did. Like you know she really did, so, bro. Like she should have took that. That was a perfect opportunity because she feels like that since Bill was in the office, she kinda already has like, no, you didn't do any hands on. 
you know, activity while while Bill was in there. You was, you know, but she did though. I mean, but she don't get credit for it. No, you know what I mean? Credit. Now, if she would have been in there with Obama, you know, she could have had maybe a little bit of influence and then you know have the hands on experience. Therefore, but she went you know, to Secretary of State and fucked up twice. Exactly, you know I mean? and that's what and you know. That's one of the reasons why she didn't get elected. You feel me? So but like, so that's what I'm saying. If if, if Elizabeth Warren, because I don't think Elizabeth Warren is gonna, she doesn't have the um, charisma. Right. She doesn't have the charisma to win. But I think her policies. If you listen to the things she's saying, I mean, she pretty much led that town hall. All the questions that were asked of the other candidates was off of the policies she presented. Right. So and she, that's always good to go first. Yeah. You know, so especially when you got some, you know, some real, uh, some real good ideas or real good suggestions. You know what I mean? So that way you can you can kind of feel and see where everybody's at on it. But and because you know she did exactly what she wanted to do with the trickle effect. Because when she put our policies out there and everybody's hitting the other candidates, we're like, well, yo, what you think about? This? You yeah. know what I'm saying? So. I think I think that Biden Warren ticket would be powerful, man. Hey, man. I think that Biden Warren ticket would be more powerful than you think. Cause I I think the more that Elizabeth Warren starts talking about, cause she did it last year. Her and Bernie did it last year. She went to the point with that universal health care. Was the universal no the free education yeah, yeah. and the um, minimum wage? They mm-hmm. pushed that so much that once Hillary. In order for Hillary to, um, you know, to take the nomination, right. she had to adopt those. So she started talking about the increased minimum wage, and she started talking about the free education. That was not a Hillary Clinton policy. She did not want that. She adopted that to keep the fan base that Bernie had. So with Elizabeth Warren having those same popular things like the student debt forgiveness, that's going to get everybody in their 30s, 30s, 40s, early 20s, because student debt is crazy you know what i'm saying so if she's talking about you know that um child care a lot of people talk about child care that benefits both poor whites blacks whatever at the end of the day if you keep listening to her talk about free child care and you got kids you know how much child care is you gonna listen you know what i mean especially if you got more than one yeah you got more than one kid she's talking about free child care for everybody under five years old you know what i'm saying and and in order to fund it what are you doing you're taxing people that got over 50 million dollars it's a two percent tax for over fifty million dollars, so if you got forty nine million, you cool. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you gonna you gonna see you gonna see these one percenters, man? Be like, hey, yo, I need to sell off some yeah. shit. You know, what I'm <laughs> they ain't gonna hit me with that two percent. Yeah, you so know, but they, the thing is, though, like I said, Joe, man, he a hothead smoking Joe, man. All he wanna do is fight and, and rub on skirts, man. That's all man, he wanna do. Man, that's gonna get him, man. You know, <laughs> you know it, it really is, bro. Like, I, I think I don't think he should run because you're already like there's nobody come out yet. To, to you know with any charger or suing you right now right now it's just suggestions like hey bro stop hugging hugging people too long stop these eskimo kisses you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. if you run bro you, you some shit might come come up that you don't want to come up you know what, what kind I mean? of world we living in you can't give a nice eskimo kiss you know what i'm saying other than that biker chick man who's unwanted man you can't be giving you can't be giving random shoulder massages bro uh, uh, what do you think about that Mueller report, man? Do you take anything from it? I uh, mean, you know, I, I always try to keep... I, I, I try to read everything to stay knowledgeable, man. I'll, also, you know, I just like to hear what everybody say. I don't like to jump to... You know, I want to... You know, I think it's a little too early to be di- to be diving into stuff like this, man. Uh, but, yeah, man, I just say, uh, you know, everybody get out and vote, man. And like, like we talked about, what, last week or the week before... Make sure that you're reading these ballots, man, and see what you're voting for. You yeah, know what I mean? Definitely. I feel like <clears throat> I feel like most people are just suckers, man. They they say, "Oh, well, I'm a I'm a Democrat." Well, who, how you know you're a Democrat? I mean, did you really read up on all the policies yeah. and agree with them, or is your was your parents a Democrat and then now? You know you're a Democrat. You know what I mean. So yeah, I, I agree with that, man. I think people will say, "Hey, I'm a Democrat," and "Hey, I'm a Republican." It's like being in a gang now. Right. Like you act like because you're a Democrat, you can't agree with no Republican policies, or because you're a Republican, you can't right. agree with no Democratic policy. It doesn't really work like that, man. You got to read through, understand what people stand for, understand what people talking about. You may not support anything that you may think you're a Democrat, and then you listen and think, "I don't support none of that right. shit." Right. Exactly. You know yeah, if you bring me up to. Uh, we were, uh the DL Hughley show back in the day, like it was a, it was an episode. It was about voting, and he DL Hughley actually went into uh, the ballot and was reading all them, and he thought he was a Democrat and yeah. started reading all the policies. He was like, "Damn, I'm a Republican." Oh, God, I'm you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and no, it'd it be like that though. Charles like Barkley said the same thing. Like uh, Charles Barkley, pretty real about. He's like, "Listen, man, yeah, I might be a Democrat when I'm poor, but I'm rich now. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, I want to keep my money. I don't want to be paying extra taxes. I don't want to pay exactly. stuff on land. So I got like, property. You know, you got to look at it from both sides, and especially you know when you start diving into like 
uh, you know, the abortion types and Planned Parenthood and all that. When you start reading into all that, bro, like you you'll see that it's it's not bad to be you don't have to just be on one side or the other. You know what I'm saying? You could be in the middle and just vote how you want to vote and vote to see what you want to be done. Because like I said you can't complain if you vote all Republican or you vote all Democrat and whichever party gets into the presidency, then you can't complain about uh, the shit you don't like because you voted for it. You yeah. know what I mean? You didn't read up on it, and now you got to accept this for you know the next four to eight years that you know this might not change or this is going to be changed and not into your favor. You know what I mean? So, I mean, if you, I mean, it's even it's, it's, it's not like that even with poor my. I will say that. Political parties are too tied to race, I would say. Right. You know, you affiliate Republicans with white and, and Democrats with black. black. Right. That is not the case at all. at all. And then another thing, you can even look at it from the version of Donald Trump. If you look at everything Donald Trump said before he became president, Donald Trump was a Democrat. Right. And then he pretty much just changed his policy because he wanted to get in office. So he just says whatever. At the end of the day, he doesn't believe has the shit he say. I just looked at um, something on the news. I saw that a uh, Republican in uh, was Iowa that yeah. just switched, switched from being a Republican Democrat <laughs> because Donald Trump isn't conservative. Right. Republicans are supposed to be conservative. He has one of the highest... Uh, uh, what is it? Debt. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's not cons- Republicans supposed to be conservative. His policies are not conservative. At you know all. I mean? At so all. So you, everything is so blurred because it's not even about being conservative or liberal or policies or nothing. It's right. always like a game. You forgot what it initially stand for when you made it. It started out being about protection. It right. started out being about this and that and love. Now it's about just red and blue. That's the base. That's like. Not what it's about. You got to go back to the core of being what it's about and figure out what you believe in and what you want and agree upon. Right. Uh, and we like we talked about Fox News last week. I I really encourage more people to watch Fox News. If you if you claim to be a Democrat, watch Fox News, man. See what they're saying. You know what I mean. You see both sides of it. Just don't be one sided and say, oh, this is what the Democrats voted for. I'm over here. Like get the info. You know what I'm saying? I tell my girl all the time, like, quit being one-sided. Like, she she reads one thing that is more of a Demo- yes. of a Republican base. Slant, yeah. yeah, and then, and instead of going and saying, oh, let me see what the Democrats are saying, and then coming up with a decision on her own, she's letting the media determine her decision. You and know that's what, what that's what everybody does these days. And you, people, I mean, it's like that. It's not, if you talk, take politics, I would say that in life. Right. We have a tendency to gravitate toward people or things that agree with what we're saying and it's just constant yes and agreeance of your thoughts so you get so dead set and thinking that you're right because all you're doing is viewing and listening and talking about talking with people that you agree with Mm -hmm. you have to talk to people you disagree with to even figure out their point of view like I love talking to people and acting like I agree with them people that I totally disagree with and making them comfortable (laughs) so I can actually see how they feel you don't actually know how people feel until you actually make them comfortable to talk right Let's, let's, you know, let them open up. Let them yeah. yeah. open up, and then you can actually see these. So many people lie to you because you are just in a. You know, you they don't want to offend you. They may be scared of you. You know what I'm saying? They may not want to look at a racist because it look like a racist because right. it's that climate. You know what I'm saying? So they don't want to say anything, and you know, politically correctness. Let some of these people feel comfortable, and then you'll actually truly see how they feel. You may agree, you may disagree. Right. I think that's one of the best things that Bernie Sanders did was going to um, Fox News and letting them ask questions. Right. Because even though everybody may think they agree with Bernie, mm-hmm. you go on Fox, you're gonna make them listen to you. Even mm-hmm. oh, he's an idiot. He's on. It just. Even if they're in disagreement, they're hearing you. Yeah. They can hear you. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And um. I'm gonna tell people out there, man, stop, stop leaning on Instagram and Twitter for your news, bro. Oh my god, that's how Russia hacked. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man, look, y'all stop that shit. Like, yo, like really, watch a news outlet, read some articles. You know what I mean? Like, stop. That you know, I follow you know Angela Rogers like everybody else do. You know what I'm saying? Don't mean I agree with every single thing, word for word that she says. You know what I mean? You know, it's just it's ludicrous, bro, for y'all to just get on a social media website, see that, and be like. Alright, yeah, I'm 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 on this alone. And I know you're doing is repeating what she said word yeah. for word. You know what, what you're mean? doing is you're you're allowing people to think for you. Basically, right. don't allow other people to think for you. If you hear something and you think you agree, you think you disagree, yeah. go do a little bit more research. Right. Just see if it's true first and then see if you agree or disagree. Get all the facts and right. you may not get all the facts, but you can I mean it don't take long. 
to you know do a quick search and hit a couple articles to see right. you know just get a general <laughs> overview. Yeah, and then that and then that <laughs> will lead into more conversations. Yeah. I don't. I always tell people like I don't talk politics. I don't talk religion to with everybody. You know what I'm saying? Because some people are so caught up in what they got going on or what they believe in that they don't hear anything else. So there's no sense in me like trying to debate with you or argue with you about something that I know you wrong about. Yeah. But because you, you know everybody grew up different, but I, I grew up a certain way, and then when I got older, I started to branch out and really educate myself. So now I'm like, okay, yeah, I, I might believe in this, but I don't necessarily believe in that. So I'm just kind of going my own way. But some people are just so stuck on you know what their parents, how they got raised, what their parents told them, or. You know, they're stuck with I'm a Democrat or stuck with I'm a Republican. So you can't reason with them either way. But I like to have, I enjoy having debates, but be open-minded. You know what I'm saying? Like, listen to what I got to say. Don't don't just tr- wait for me to get done talking so you can talk. You know what I mean? Well, I'm completely different. I talk <laughs> religion. I talk politics. I talk whatever because I just like fucking Yeah, you like to argue. <laughs> I like to argue with people. I, mean, I, I, I like to argue with people. I ain't got the time and energy, man. Because I'll, like, I'll be like, boy, you a stupid You know yeah, what I'm saying? Sometimes, sometimes I'm just bored. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I like to piss people off. You know, I like to, I really don't like to make people think differently. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Try to, try I to want make, people to think differently too, but most of these motherfuckers don't read. No, nah, they don't. You but that's why, that's why... Listening is important when you're talking to somebody because you can take their thoughts and turn it and make them feel uncomfortable. Maybe right. you can make somebody feel so uncomfortable that they go start looking things up because you make them feel dumb. Right. Like I don't. A lot of times I argue with people with stuff I don't even agree with. Right. You know what I'm saying? I have a I have a two hour conversation about Russell Westbrook and he ain't even my favorite player. Hey, <laughs> and you remind me of this old dude. <laughs> this old dude used to live in my neighborhood, man. Like when the, you know when the. Um, when the Mormons would come knock on your door trying to educate him, yeah. he'd invite me in yeah. and, and he talked to them about Christianity. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm, I'm typed to, you know, invite Jehovah's Witness yeah, yeah. in my house. Come you on know, in, make them some tea. Them, you know, know, let them give me my spill and just ask them questions out the Bible that I think is ridiculous. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Ask them, ask them just random questions, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And just see how they respond, because everybody ain't up on the everybody Bible. Everybody ain't up on the Bible, Just because you're religious don't mean you know what you're talking man, about. Exactly, <laughs> exactly, man. Yo, but I, I think that's it. Do you got anything else, Reed? Nah, man, that's it for this week, man. You know, always you can catch us on Instagram on uh, when... Oh, you say that long-ass thing. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you catch me on Instagram at... When underscore the underscore smoke underscore clears. <laughs> with also, a Z. With a Z. You, know, you, know you can mean? also catch us on the Too Smart Network. Right. And then I give you the link to when it's smoke clears. Yeah, the link is in the bio. We uh, we on Anchor, we on Spotify, we on iTunes. Wherever you get your podcast, y'all can find us, man. Check us out, man. Peace. Later. Ugh.